This is the Detroit is Different Podcast Network, the culture of an American classic city. Tune in weekly to the Piper Carter Podcast with Piper Carter for a conscious take on music, arts, politics, and fashion. The founder of We Found Hip Hop has a say on what you should know about culture with a balanced conscience. You're listening to the Cat's Meow Podcast on the Detroit is Different Podcast Network. Welcome to the Catch Me Out. Glad What's to be up? back in the studio. Yeah, I ain't had nothing to say after that. I sounded crazy. But thank you, everybody, for listening to the Catch Me Out. This is Sharon. We got Nicole and Joe Black. What's happening? What's up? Nicole in here spreading germs. And- yeah, Nicole a little under the weather today. Joe has made the absolute, like, the best tea I've ever tasted. In That's because it's in a Michigan cup. A little echinacea, you know. Echinacea. Echinacea. Herbal tea. You know. Lipton. It's really good. Uh, Lipton. No, that ain't Lipton. That's, oh, okay. Echinacea. That's better than Lipton. I bet I can't spell it. <laughs> you probably I, can. I, I, I could, no. I don't even know how to say it. Echinacea. Yeah, that's it. A. Nope. Don't even start with A. We Damn. Fucked up. Well, welcome to the Cats Meow. Sharon does not know how to spell nor understand what letters form what sounds. But today... And I am a zombie. Yeah, she's spreading nasty germs. So if you don't hear from me or see me on social media in a couple of days, you know why. It's because I am sick. Right. Sorry. Ahead of time. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. these things happen. I just got over pneumonia myself. So oh, I'm my gosh. Damn. Damn. Yeah, I just got over pneumonia. Joe, like what? Like yeah, who? Last what? week. He said it casually. Last like, week. Yeah, I got a paper cut. You got an appointment. <laughs> Last week. He did I had say that last, last week. week. Yeah, I had well, like, how? Change of weather. It does that to me. Because like, we smoke. It started off, yeah, it started off as a sinus infection. Damn. And then it flared up into bronchitis. Mm-hmm. And then from bronchitis, it turned into pneumonia. You know, I had that. Like, every couple of years, I get yeah. that combination. Mm-hmm. And I don't like going to the hospital. So, yeah. by the time I go to the hospital, they're looking at me like, seriously? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, just well, I mean, I went in, <laughs> get me together. I went in, like, you know... I had just had I had just started like with the real serious trouble breathing. Um, we got to stop smoking. Yeah, I know. But I know. we ain't watch it's a terrible thing. We ain't gonna stop today. Kids don't today. smoke. I don't smoke. Not today. I don't smoke. She's the only one sick though. I got vices. <laughs> so I got vices and stress. I gotta just find another. I just gotta find a more creative way to deal with the stress. Look, Joe. Joe, did we was at a staff meeting right? Yeah. And the lady said, "How do you all cope with stress?" And everybody says stuff like, I breathe. You know what I said? Mm-hmm. I said, I go smoke a cigarette. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. And she said it on Nan- uh, Nancy, like, wait, I go smoke a cigarette. Yeah, I tried to make my voice sound as ugly as possible. I, I go, go smoke get a, a cup of coffee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I go grab a cigarette. That's what I do for stress, and when she's t- And when she says and <laughs> Every- does stuff, I always make a face right. at her. Yeah, she looks so disgusted with me. Like, okay. <laughs> sometimes she turns her back. Yeah, mm-hmm. mm. she'll like roll her eyes and make this like face like she smells me across the room. <laughs> shit. Sometimes she'll turn her back and then I'll be like, Nicole, so hey, Nicole, like the nerve. And she turns around, she turns around like in slow motion, like the exorcist and shit. It's really funny, it tickles me. Wow, 
Yeah, yeah she's thoroughly disappointed sometimes. That's terrible. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm very, I'm very <laughs> disappointed sometimes. No, I'm very impressed by all of your progress. Oh no, that's wonderful. No, two finger clap. <laughs> so last week we talked about me and how I went to church and the pastor inspired me. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And we caught up a little bit about the, you know, queer and racial justice forum. Yeah. You went to church, you ain't catch on fire. Ain't that a Girl. bitch. You know what? God <laughs> damn. What type of shit is see the shit I be talking about? You see what I'm saying? I mean, well, this is most like, people say that's good. You went to church, right? right? That's good. And I said I received the word, and I, you know, uh, encouraging word at that. She think and, she damn the church blow up. It was just a joke. You mean to tell me like <laughs> the dead didn't rise from their grave? Right. That day? Right. Now I was a little, you know, I kind of, you know, how you double Dutch. Mm-hmm. That's how I went in there a little bit, but I stayed. But you know, it was a good message. But last week we talked about me and all of the things that I'm doing. So this week. We're going to talk about you. We're going to talk about Nicole. What's Nicole? Me? Nicole's <laughs> world. Old, me? Right. What's Nicole been doing? What have you been doing, Nicole? Yeah. Please don't say nothing. We have to scroll through <laughs> Facebook. Nicole no. done been all right. over the country. Right. She's been I traveling. Have. Marching and yeah, with a beret on. Traveling. I, yeah. That beret. That beret. <laughs> I was gonna do an army, my army hat. I went to Joe's Supply. Not your, you don't have an army. No, I don't. But it's called Joe's Army Supply. Shout out to them. Uh, I get all my marching gear. Your marching gear. Yeah, she got an arsenal and shit, Joe. God damn. Yeah, like um, I was gonna wear like an army hat, but I decided to wear the beret, Mm. and I started wearing berets last year. Yeah, and I just like to dress up and like. Honor and homage to like people who've been marching and protesting like way, 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 way back. So yeah. I wish um, I would have brought it because like her whole like demeanor changes when she puts this beret on. <laughs> Shit, it's kind of scary a little bit. Rap Brown. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Like Huey's like, Huey's daughter or something. <laughs> like, okay, sorry. I do. I mean, you know, like I I remember when I was like nineteen. Like I was like, oh my gosh. I was learning like about civil rights and feminists. I already knew all that stuff, but just reading the books, I was like, man, one day I wish I could like be in marches and protests. I didn't think it was actually going to come true, but look at us now. So, I mean, um, I went to the March for Black Women. Was that last week? Yeah, in uh, D.C. It was a black woman mecca. Mm. Um, oh, my you know, God. I didn't been. That's Chocolate City anyway. Ooh. Man. Like, hey, shout out to DC. DC. Shout out to DC. Woo. All the DC people, chocolate mecca. Man, shout out to the whole DMV, as a matter oh, of fact. Man. Just the whole area. Goodness, man. Ooh. Like, because Sharon and I went to Women of Color Network. Shout out to Tanya Lovelace, my shout mentor. Shout out to Tanya Lovelace. She She's is, such a sweetheart. Oh, my gosh. She, she was doing amazing career. stuff. Um, and so we just went there. What was that? <clears throat> Two, three weeks ago. Yeah, early in September. Yeah, we went there. And so I had the pleasure of going uh, on behalf of Women's March because I'm the vice president there. Um, shout out to Phoebe and Janice. Um, and so we took a road trip to uh, the March for Black Women because Janice was being honored and um, was speaking. Oh, um, so, I, I mean, I didn't been to a lot of marches or protests. Number one, it was the most lit. We was going, hey, hey. Didn't they just do the slut walk there too? Where? They in did DC? a slut walk in D.C. and it was Chocolate City in the slut I don't want to... You know what? Excuse me, everybody. Because people be telling me I say stuff sometimes. 
I don't want to refer to. <laughs> that's just real, not cool. There were a lot of African. There were a lot of women of color at the slut walk in D.C. I yeah, didn't she didn't know. want to say there were a lot of black sluts at the slut. No, walk. I wasn't gonna say she that. Didn't want to say that. No, Joe, I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> Listen, no, but it's, no, just stop. But just I, stop didn't, it. I didn't. I didn't know. Just... I didn't know that that many black women really, you know. Participated in the slut walk. I actually spoke at this year's slut walk. Yeah, you. But it's not a lot of black women though. No, it's not. (laughs) So Um, I was surprised when I saw that video of they was stepping and every day a step team and stuff. Oh, did they? Yeah, it was live. I said, man, this is. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't understand, you know, why you know black women are getting into the slut walk thing, you know. But I feel like we got a bridge. Some you know barriers or whatever. You I just know? feel like whatever you want to do, do it. Everybody want to know why somebody do something. Like you, so busy worried about why people doing it. What you doing? Because you guys are trying to worry about what somebody else doing. If that's All what they right. feel like doing, then let them do it. Mind your business. I agree. I had to get that out. I agree. I heard it. I felt it. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but not only was it the most lit, it was the most. Mm-hmm. Um, organized and it just we lit and organized is two words that don't usually go together. <laughs> but that black women, that's black women magic though. Like we were stepping all in rhythm, our whole like chants were like together. Like it was just wonderful. Yeah, that sound lit as hell, and it smelled so good. Now I didn't been to some marches and it's just like, woo, y'all really been marching all day. But I mean, it smelled like shea butter. <laughs> you just say that. Yeah, I did. Shea, <laughs> shea butter, <laughs> tropical fruits. Everyone's hair smelled great. Because black women have special juices. We are amazing. We are amazing. I just was, I felt so energized. I met for the first time a person, Kenyette Barnes. Shout out to Kenyette Barnes. Shout out to Kenyette. She uh, is the national organizer for Mutar Kelly, but she talked a lot about being a lobbyist. So mm-hmm. all day, you know, she sits up and she fights against like Republican mm-hmm. uh, fascists all day. That's you know, what what there's a lot of them out there to fight against. <laughs> she does, mm. like, and so I met her for the first time. But we, you know, she's been such a support when I was doing the Muta R. Kelly, and just like somebody I look up to. So that was wonderful. I saw um, Michael Angela Davis. Oh, you saw her again? <sighs> oh. Tell them about when you first met her. That was so sweet. <laughs> uh, I was at the women's convention. I was on the um I did that last year. And basically, like, I saw her and I started crying because I was just like, I used to look, oh my gosh, I used to look at CNN. I used to look at all these shows, and I was like, this woman just encapsulates grace all the time. And I just wanted to be like her. And so when I saw her, I had to tell her how huge of an impact she made to me because um, back then we didn't have as many role models as we do now. I mean, we have Oprah and, you know, different things like that through the years, but just her, she always had grace. She had her own magazine, you know, so she did so much. So I saw her again, got a hug and took pictures with her. I met Dorothy Pittman Hughes. Now, people don't know her. She helped Gloria Steinem. Basically, start Miss Magazine, and she helped with the feminist movement, and mm-hmm. she continues to do that. So that was an honor. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just, it was just wonderful. We actually stopped at the Freedom Plaza, and actually had a circle. It was so much sage there. I'm sure. And we like honored our ancestors. It was just a beautiful experience, and I just felt full, like because on our way there, we were like listening to the Kavanaugh. 
Uh, yeah, we were listening to that. We was having a good time. I know. And we were like, <laughs> we were like shouting like happy when that young woman, we heard her on the um, the radio, we heard her like crying, telling him like, how could you do this? Like, how can you not believe um, Dr. Ford? And so we were like, oh, you know, and, and when we got there, we just said, forget that, forget all. I mean, let's be honest, the justice system has never been for black women, black people, people of color. So, I mean, we're going to be all right. And we go, be all right. You know, mm-hmm. so we put all that to the back burner and we enjoyed ourselves. And um, the funny thing is that when we came back, we had to hurry up and come back for work and stuff like that. It's three of us in the car. We forgot to put gas in the car <laughs> going back to Detroit from Washington, D.C. On the hill. And we got stuck That's the on one the, thing all, you of the leader, all of the leaders of the women march in a car together. And they ain't got no goddamn gas. <laughs> Who was driving? <laughs> Phoebe, y'all didn't notice the, the beeping or nothing? No, no, we didn't. We Light. made stops. No, no, we didn't. And y'all made stops too? And, <laughs> and didn't stop and get gas? Stopped and got some chicken. And no, some we, we was hungry. We, we stopped and got food. Nigga, the gas was, and food the, is usually in the same place. The car was hungry too, apparently. <laughs> Usually you pull into like you pull in, you pay for the gas, you get your restaurant food, and then connected you go pump to the it. gas station. Right. I don't know. I don't know. We weren't thinking. I don't know what well, was going on. Yeah, it sounded like y'all was, had a good time. Something was amiss there. <laughs> we had, we had a, a fun night out. Though. There were no edibles involved, were there? No. Because that sounds no, like a like an edible moment. That does. <laughs> That, that definitely sounds like okay. an edible. There was no edibles. Okay. Um, <laughs> but we, um, it was funny because we were on the top of a mountain, and um, with no gas. With no gas. On the top of a mountain, huh? On the top of the mountain, y'all ran out of gas. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least yep. they could get down. How the hell y'all get down? They ain't need no gas to get down. Right? So, <laughs> so it was so funny because I mean, Phoebe, <laughs> Phoebe, like practically saved us. She did this white woman cry, like. No, like we don't put us on hold. Like, just get us some help. We need some help. And so, <laughs> I'm like, so we were waiting there, right? So I got bored. That's the white woman cry. Yeah, she was oh, like, and y'all talking help about us. what I said about the slow help walk. us. No, she did a great job because she don't usually talk like that. Well, she, maybe because she's a white woman. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. Help, help do us. It. Help us. Help, please. <laughs> don't put us on hold. No, that ain't the same. It's a, it's like the no. desperation, right? Like, um, like, like a lifetime. She movie. probably meant that for real, though. Yeah, she, 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 yeah, she did. Yeah, that's it. Came but out. Janice was in the back, just laying down, and then I got, out, I got bored, so I started throwing rocks. So <laughs> basically, we were so far out that State Farm couldn't help us. Triple A couldn't help us. They just said, "Forget y'all." Yeah, and then that's so their job, right? Yeah, but we were like... That's the only job they got. <laughs> no, no to everybody. Try to stay away from State Farm and AAA. They so, ain't going to come get you. So the Turnpike people had to help us. Oh, that was nice. So they came and we weren't out there that long. And uh, I just... It, I, I think it was like God telling us to like sit for a second. Because I usually am always running around. Like you ask me what I'm doing. Like I, I have like 10 million things. And it was like, I wasn't panicking. I was just like really looking at the scenery like this is beautiful. And I mean, it really, we all need to stop for a second. That's what's up. And I wouldn't have stopped. Well, it's good, you know, too, because I, I've taken road trips with friends and 
And there's something about that that's like rejuvenating. It is. So I'm, I'm glad you got to, you know, because we always busy. Like we fly here, we fly there. This damn TSA and all this stuff, they always jamming <laughs> me up. They don't like me. She every time I travel with her, she they like hold you, and I'm like I ain't got nothing else. I ain't she gonna tell you purse. I don't. I I ain't gonna tell y'all the story about when I came back from Atlanta and they kept messing with me because I had left. So I won a trophy. Yes, and you I did. Le- and I left it in a well. I, it wasn't a trophy. I'm sorry. I won an award from my fraternity, and I left it on the airplane. So I had to go back to get it, and it was a fiasco. But this is not about Sharon today. This is about Nicole. it's not. No, not okay. today. Tomorrow. Deflection is not a good tactic. <laughs> what did I made, let my pants fall down because the woman kept bothering me, so I just held my arms out and let everything fall. Cause she what? Was, huh? Where did that come from? <laughs> Look. Why did she just TSA do it? People, Why did she just do her arms out like that? I was so like she tired. just dropped the mic like Randy Johnson on so uh, coming to America. Like, you are not alone. That's yeah. what she just did. did. Like. Because I was so tired and that lady was giving me such a hard time going back in there to get the, the award. It was dropped the mic like very prestigious chocolate. award. Because she kept messing with me. So I just said, I said, forget it then. Here you go. Nah, Because, you know, she's like, I got to touch you. I'm like, just do what you got to no, do don't. so I can go get the. You I said, you want to touch me? me? Here you go. And I just stood you just, there. Like, and my pants said. I just poked it off. <laughs> my pants, my shorts just fell. And my underwear. And I was standing there. So then she got embarrassed and wanted to hurry me up. Oh, oh now you want to oh, hurry now up. Now you want to <laughs> <you wanna, laughs> hurry up. I ain't embarrassed. Y'all can see my underwear if y'all want to. They clean. So I did what I had to do and I went and got my award. Mm-hmm. My, my. Thank, you. Thank you for sharing that, Sean. Sure, anytime. <laughs> You know, that's my life. That's a little funny story. There. People think I'm boring and mean. If they don't know the truth. Well, you don't let that many people in. No. I don't either. I, it's too much. It's too much energy. I don't feel like all that. Yeah. You see, I got home my obsidian. I got to block that. Yeah. Other people's stuff. Yeah. yeah. I'm an empath. And it's been like, mm-hmm. I've had to like over the years, like not pick up energy like mm-hmm. that I didn't want. But I'm a broadcaster too. Mm-hmm. I give it off like. Really? Yeah, I give it off. Like I'm one of those people like if I'm if I'm involved with a person and I'm thinking about that person, they generally know it. Y'all like X-Men. <laughs> they generally know it. They just <laughs> people that I get involved in, people that I'm close to, if I'm on the, if they're on my mind, Damn, they know it. Joe's they like generally a can sorcerer feel it. and shit. They generally can feel it. Fuck, y'all like X-Men. That's one of my fa- favorite hashtags. Now it's black women sorcery. <laughs> no, it ain't that. It's just I'm sensitive. I'm sensitive to energy. Like, sure, was it? You know what I'm saying? I'm just sensitive to energy. Like the, the ebb and flow, I can feel it. Me That's too. What's up? I really can. I'm not an empath or anything. Oh. <laughs> we need to. We should have this video because the stuff we do is. Yeah, y'all. They over here throwing hadoukens at each other. No, nah, she's throwing hadoukens, and my force field is just like not today, Satan. I don't understand. What else you been doing? Right. Just stop. <laughs> Quit distracting. Damn, You're deflected what, from the subject. What else have you been doing besides getting stuck on mountains? And you I, had a good time with Phoebe. And congratulations to Janice on whatever award she won. Congratulations, congratulations, Miss Poindexter. Oh, I um had an excellent time at Equality Michigan's reception. Ooh, open bar. Mm-hmm. Yes, and it was just it was a really nice event. Shout that out to are. Brandy. 
Smith, Brandy Mizrahi. Mm-hmm. She got um, a youth, like a youth award for all of her work at Ruth Ellis. Oh, shout out to Ruth. Brandy Ellis. is just amazing. So that was a really fun time. Like I got That's to good. like take my beret and my boots. You wore that to the. No, oh. I'm saying no. I'm saying Throw them like, in the Foot Locker. Yeah, I threw them away and I put on some heels. All right. Go and I put on a little sequin dress. I was feeling myself. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I was strutting it. But we had a really good time. You know, TJ was there. Oh, TJ. You know, Liliana. Oh, uh, like, all of our favorites. And I actually sat with Kate. Kate the Great. Kate the Great. And That's we were sad. like... And it was so funny because Kate... I was like, can I have a comb, Kate? And she pulled out this, like, huge comb from, like, 1980s. And I was like, why do you need this? And she was like, because my hair is really thick. And I was like, but you're white. Why do you need a big comb like this? Damn, you really coming for the... And, and so- <laughs> <laughs> She's out there, the white people. <laughs> no, but these, are, but these are my friends, so I can have conversations. Like, so I just like, like putting my <laughs> hands to her hair at the reception. You and her hair-, her hair? Yeah, I did. Without her permission? No, I, I got her permission. Okay. You know, you know how we get about that. She's white. It doesn't matter. Why do you keep saying that? No, I'm just saying. She's human. <laughs> what I'm saying. Black women are the ones that usually are really, really. We had this conversation in the office. It was so funny. Because Melissa, shout out to Melissa Novak. Shout out to Miss Novak. She doesn't want anybody to touch her hair. And no. when we go out in the rain, Melissa and I get really like, oh, like both cats. of us. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, we don't like it. So it. So you're right. It's true. Like, women don't like their hair being touched. No, I but, mean, I just, you know, I know black women have an issue when white what, women put their hands. I think black people in general have Because I don't I, know about on my head either. Because when I had like locks, you. people used to always do that to me. Yeah, ain't never do that. Ooh, no. No. This, you know what? No. I took Kayla to the mall yesterday. And she was playing, and this little boy was grabbing her beads. Did she handle it? She know she was. I guess she had to process it. <laughs> and so she was looking at me, and he's like, rah, rah, rah. and I said, "No, stop! Don't do that." And I'm like, "What? How do you not know this?" And so Kaylee just was looking. I said, "Kaylee, what were you thinking?" She's like, "I think I was gonna sock him." Like I was <laughs> like, "Okay, well, I'm, if if you had a right to do that, if you wanted, but." <laughs> I kind of stepped in, but do you know, little boy later on came and touched me, like touched me on my. I was like, "What is wrong?" Hey, where are your parents? What exactly? You should have tripped them. No, I'm just playing. Nah. I'd have punched his little ass. <laughs> <laughs> it was wild. It was like you know how the mall they have those little pits, and it's like the little germs. germs. That's why you're sick. It's probably why I am sick. I know it's from. Don't you spray me with that Lysol again? Don't you do that? But <laughs> somebody, mother, don't you do that? Don't you do that? No, she has a no, don't you do that? No, she has a Lysol right She's at like, me. Uh, uh. But no, like it is, it is a lot. I usually get sick around this time because Kaylee goes to school, and I have a four-year-old daughter, so I just love her to pieces. And um, so it's hard trying to like navigate like work and being a full-time mom, full-time job, and then I do all this activism that sometimes kind of gears towards my work at Wayne County Safe, but sometimes doesn't. So what's the mommy, mommy, mom, the activist, the oh, mother activist, what is this thing you do? The mama, mommy activist or? Mama vest. Mama, yeah, that one. What's that oh, about? that's through Mother and Justice. So that's just started 
um, Nikenge <clears throat> basically is 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 dope because it's like the first time I can actually be an activist and have my daughter, and there's other kids there. Um, so we had the orientation. Why are you laughing? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. Why are you laughing at me? I just pictured all y'all directors in the room with these kids <laughs> that is running y'all. That's all. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, yeah, it was a lot. It was it was a little chaotic, but nobody, everybody could pay attention because everybody was mamas. So you might have a child hanging over here and one on the floor, one crying. Everybody paid attention to the orientation. It was like dope. Damn, I would have told my anxiety up. Well, and not us because they're our kids, so we used to it. And then the other ones, if one kid is over there, you go run, run and grab them. Oh, so it was a community effort. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. Like... I could leave my child and go get some like food or you know like we watched each other. It was dope. Oh, like it's gonna be an excellent program. Like Mother and Justice. Like I was so happy when the King Gang made that switch to work with her because I mean that that's good for her. Like, so so for other women who so is this just for activists or people who are interested in being people, activists? People who are interested. So how would they join if this is something that they wanted to do? Like kind of talk about you got to have a kid. No, you, you don't, don't have, have to have, have a child. I, I don't know. I don't. I have to start it. Oh, well, <laughs> but what if, I could do is I could put it on the Casio. put it on the fa- put it on the Facebook. Page. I put it on the Facebook page. Yeah. And and for those of you who are interested in learning about activism or something, and you know, sometimes I was a single parent for a very long time, and now I'm a grandparent, but my granddaughter doesn't live with me. So I completely understand when you want to do things and you feel like, oh, I can't do it because I got the kids. So now here's something you could do. Yep. And bring your kids along. And it's a community effort. So all the other moms will help you. Yes. And then you won't feel like a horrible parent because your child is in a room screaming because everybody's <laughs> child is in the room screaming and you're all activists. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's pretty it's pretty dope. I can't wait to get started. And once I, you know, learn more about the program, you know, I'll, yeah. I'll talk about it. I think that's important. <clears throat> I think that is important because it, it you know, it takes a village and to do things sometimes you do need support. So shout out to and King Gay for creating that and, and Mother uh, and Justice. Mother yeah. and Justice. And Jeannie Byer. And Jeannie Byer. So shout out to them for doing that and yeah. and uh, making it possible for mothers to still be proactive and mommies at the same time. And we got and we got to, you know, I bring um Kaylee to quite a few things because, you know, I want her to see. I let her listen to my speeches and everything like that. Cause mm-hmm. You know, at her age, I didn't really feel like I had a voice, you know, and to have a daughter who's opinionated, um, who says how she feels, you know, that's your eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very well. Um, it's it's a blessing because, you know, I, I know that she's going to go through things in life, but my whole goal <laughs> is just to have her ready, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Have her prepared. Um, and I mean, that's really why I do the work I do. I mean, it shifts every year. I've been doing... Um, uh, sexual assault, domestic violence, um, human trafficking work for about 15 years. And, um, you know, it's it's something that um, I really want to, I know I'll never and will never eradicate violence, but I mean, you could just touch one person. That's That's really why I do it. And so, you know, I let my daughter know you know, the truth, you know, and I, I don't sugarcoat stuff, you know, because my parents kind of sheltered me when I was little mm-hmm. and um, I had to find out things the hard way, mm-hmm. you know. So my thing is like, you just got to equip your kids, you know. I mean, if you don't tell them, you don't teach them, they're going to learn it through the media. They're going to learn it through their friends. So, you know, I just kind of have her out there, you know, to mm-hmm. to learn um, earlier and sooner the better, 
You well, it's, it's good to you know be a role model for your child. And and I was reading an article um, earlier today, and it was talking about um, kids that are outspoken tend to be more successful later in life. Mm-hmm. You know. Especially young girls. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because uh, I think we're shifting the narrative. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, back in my mom's day, you know, it was like children were, you know, better uh, seen and not heard, mm-hmm. you know, so. Mm-hmm. They still are sometimes, but to a point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to have your, I mean, she can't be you out need here. need a balance. <laughs> yeah. You need a balance. Yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, we change, I mean, you know, <clears throat> I think um, the nation is waking up. I mean, you know, black folks, we've been talking about stuff is terrible, but I think, uh, you know, people are starting to understand it now and they starting to feel it because it's affecting them. And unfortunately, this is an individualistic society. So, Very much so. You know, I'm I'm happy that people are starting to like listen to us. Um, and I hate that it has to be like this, but it is what it is. Yeah, I just hope we grasp and get a hold of this stuff like quickly. Because things are, you know, but you know, I don't know. I guess things happen the way that they're supposed to. Some of this stuff is just like, it's. I'm not even going to say it's scary. It's just like, oh man, are you serious? Right? I have to turn the, the social media and the stuff yeah, off I'll start for a watching, little bit. I started watching superhero movies because <laughs> I've seen the Avengers. I've seen Wolverine. I've been watching superhero movies because the news is just I think that's good. Like, yeah. And I've seen the Whitney movie. How was that? Whitney was brilliant. But I made a post the other day, and I said, you know, watching that just made me think about things. And yeah, you heard, you hear things about it, but it was just like, I ain't, I'm not gonna live for somebody else to make them happy, right? And you know, Whitney was dating Robin. Well, you could tell she was dating Robin because in the interview, like when the man asked her brother, the darker brother, about Robin, he was like, she ain't nobody. She wasn't important. She ain't nobody. But why the hell she in all the clips? <laughs> so at eighteen, at eighteen, Whitney got into it with her mom, and you know, I'm not, and I'm not a Whitney expert. Please, people, I just saw the movie, and she moved in with Robin, and I just really feel like she was happier and 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 more healthy when she was with Robin. Mm-hmm. And and I and that's not to say that she didn't love Bobby and all of this good stuff, but things just kind of went like when she got with him. And it wasn't all because of drugs and things. I think some of it was his insecurities. Mm-hmm. I think because she was such a big star and he was used to being center stage. And then from the movie's perspective, when she did The Bodyguard, mm-hmm. that's when stuff started spiraling down. Because I Will Always Love You came out. She starring in a movie with Kevin Costner, which brought on other roles. And Bobby was just like, yeah, you know, people start referring to him as Mr. Houston. And... um. I think that she loved him and she wanted to continue to make him happy too, but it was pulling away from her and I think that was just very stressful. Hmm. But um, as far as the Robin thing goes, her family clearly didn't approve and I think that put a strain on her too. And it's just sad. I'm just like, damn, just let people live. I don't know. I heard, uh, what's her name? Who? Robin. Robin. I heard Robin's married and everything. So oh. I said in my post, I said, hell, out of all of this, seemed like Robin the only one that ended up happy. <laughs> and I mean, that's that's crazy how the universe works, though. You yeah, know? It, is. It, it In a moment, when you go through stuff like that, mm-hmm. like breakups or anything like that, you'll think like, oh my gosh, I have to start over. But sometimes it's like the best. Oh, yeah, sometimes it is. You know? And so 
Shout out to Robin. Shout out to Robin. <laughs> I don't know if she happy. I hope she happy, but you know, she seemed like she really cared. They seem like they care for each other. I just wish people had left them alone. That's all. And I mean, that's the beauty of the work we do, though. You know, um, and for the LGBT community, um, because like just being authentic and being your true self. Like a lot of people used to can't do that or still can't do it. You know, and so imagine like people back in the day. You know, remember we talked to Reverend Franklin and she said if you was a stud back in the day, you couldn't even go out the house yeah, dressed I like that. Yeah, you know, and I mean, it, we only talking about some because I mean, the trans women of color keep getting murdered. But yeah. you know what makes me mad is a lot of people talking about Kavanaugh talking about LGBT uh, marriage. He might try to, you know, reverse that. You know, and but my thing is, how are we getting mad about marriage and we got trans women of color dying and being murdered at crazy rates? You know right. what I'm saying? So that's why I get in this like this irritating place because I'm like, I feel like none of like the movements I am in actually center people or women of color. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I have to navigate through all these spaces. So. A lot of people be like, are you just everywhere? No, I'm actually not everywhere. I'm very intentional about who I align myself with, the activities I do. I'm very structured with that, you know, because I want to actually make a, a like make a difference. Like, I don't want to just show up to show up, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And I think that my voice does help some people understand, like, you talk about X, Y, and Z, but you're leaving out. A whole bunch of people, you know, like yeah. to me, like if you doing any type of organizing and you actually are thinking people as an afterthought, like oh, we forgot about this person, we forgot about the trans women, all that. That's that's tokenism, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So my voice and where I'm at, I'm not I'm not a crazy person just running around here now. I'm really really trying to make sure that our voices. Are heard in many different places, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that people need to do that. Like, I was showing up for the deportation actions, and I mean, I don't know anyone personally who's been affected by that. But guess what? If it's happening there, it's happening. It, it means something to me. You know what I'm saying? So people need to stop like being so selfish, get off their ass, and if some, you know, we we shouldn't have to wait for Trump and wait for <laughs> you look at your face. I got trigger for me. I got to flick off the Trump Hotel in Washington, so this is like my third. Yeah, we rolled past it when we was there, and you ain't catch it. Oh, we did. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's the Trump Hotel." And you turned like, "Where?" Like you about to <laughs> look at it evilly. I mean, I say nothing. Too crazy for no, this is my third middle finger flip, like third one. Yeah, you flick I, it every I, chance you can. Wait, get. I put up four. Dang, I'm sick. I put up four no, fingers. One, two, three. That's still four. Three fingers. There you go. Yeah, my third yeah, one. One, two, three. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, Joe, did you spike the tea? Nope. The only thing in there is honey <laughs> and tea and lemon. That's it. Three. Three. The first one was at the Smithsonian. Right. Girl. <laughs> the first one. Shit. Well, I'm telling you. They, I don't know why. The first one? I'm going to do it for you. <laughs> I don't know why they let me come over here sick. The first one. Come on, don't give up. It's almost over. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm struggling. I just kind of want to break out into a song. No, okay. 
So listen. So this this podcast was about Nicole because Nicole was supposed to have her solo dolo show like I did in mine. Right. But Nicole it didn't quite work out. That didn't way. work out that way. So we're trying to. <laughs> oh man, if y'all can see this, we're trying to give Nicole the floor. She just she's having won't some technical difficulties with her fingers. She won't take one, it. two, three. She's having some technical difficulties with her fingers. She's a powerful woman. She doesn't have to know how to use her fingers to count the three. That's okay. I got you. I got you. I'm part of the LGBT community. I do know how to use my fingers. That was bad. Not with them nails on. That was horrible. (laughs) Edward Scissorhands. No, I cut them down actually. They're not as long. Remember, they were pointy like claws last time. That was so bad. What the hell? <laughs> These are cut. She into that S and M shit. No, I'm not. You trying to make? What are you bleed? singing, Rihanna? No, I'm not trying to make people bleed. Y'all go so dark. What I'm a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> Give out his Nicole gives out his directories. <laughs> Okay, look. Okay, I'm gonna bring it back. Please, let's let okay. digress. I mean, she I'm blushing. Pull these, pull, oh, maybe and, she do, Joe. I don't know. No, I don't. Am I blushing? Because you know, black people can blush. Yeah, I do. What is this black time. and white with you today? <laughs> right, everything's racial. Golly. I, um, I don't okay. know. Okay, you're blushing. You're I don't know why bit. everything's That's racial. Like, I don't know. But, Everything isn't racial. Okay, she getting upset again. <laughs> so listen. So look. Is there anything else that I you want to tell us? I love everybody. I know. Okay. Is there anything else Nicole would like us to know about Nicole's world since we've last heard from you? Mm-hmm. Um, Podcast. The cat's meow. That was really creepy. It's Halloween time. I love Halloween time. That's something we didn't know. <laughs> I, I love horror movies. Do they? Okay. I love them. Good. I want to see Halloween, actually. Oh. And I want to see The Nun. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. I do. I want to go to Hunter House. You want to go to Hunter House? You guys want to go to Hunter House with Hell me? Hell no. I will punch the shit out of somebody. <laughs> I don't have time <laughs> to be playing with these people. Me too. You don't want to go? I what? think. What, I you think want me Sharon, to run through there? I think Sharon's trying to say she'd end up fighting someone that day. I punched the shit out of somebody. That actually happened one time. It probably happened mm-hmm. a lot of times. With yeah, my uh, best time. friend did punch a woman in the face accidentally. I would go get mm. apples and apple pies and wine. That's not, that defeats what a haunted house is. Oh, you mean not the apple orchard? No, yeah, she's not talking about the apple orchard, man. Oh. Oh I knew God. the haunted hay ride. Ooh, we should the do that. The haunted hay ride, maybe. Yeah, we can do the haunted hay ride. As long as would... there's cider and donuts. Ooh, I and love cider and donuts. Vodka. Vodka. On the way up. You can't mix you vodka can't mix. with cider. Uh, I bet you can. I we bet should try. you probably can. Uh, and then I hope you get like closely to a bathroom. It'd be hard, Cider. Somebody scare me. I'm... Okay, look. Is Wait, is there anything mean? else? What yeah. else have I done? <laughs> I don't know, Get Nicole. it together now. Get it together. Uh, what? Um, Nicole thinks I'm her... Um, what? Um, assistant. No, I don't. That's the word. I don't think you're my assistant. I was just, it was a joke, Nicole. Oh, you you say that and you mean it sometimes. A little bit. I know you do. You used to. No. Yeah. No, no, yeah, no, no, no. No. Okay. Okay. 
Fingers crossed. Um, I'm actually, well, Women's March is actually like planning um, an anniversary event for January 19th. Okay. We're either going to do it in Detroit or we're going to do it in Washington, but it's going to be another March. I should do it in Detroit. Bring them here. Uh, Show them what we're working with in the D. <laughs> yeah, well, we, it's going to be like lots of sister marches. Um, oh, bring them to Detroit. Poetic justice. Poetic justice. Poetic justice. Poetic, poetic justice. justice. Poetic justice. Okay, we. I was doing the Kendrick Lamar version. I don't really know what that was. <laughs> it was a little just... Janet in my. <laughs> That wasn't even how Poetic Justice. Poetic Justice. Poetic Justice. Poetic Justice. <laughs> Joe looking like, what the hell? So it's the so, tea. It's so no, you did that weird. You didn't have none of the tea. <laughs> Unless you had some of the other tea. <laughs> I, I always tea. had a C high C. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the tea that ends with H C. HC. Never mind. Don't worry. No, oh, I don't write it down. THC. T. Girl, oh, 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 I get it. Nah. Do you see the bunny I drew? Uh-uh. It's a killer bunny. Somebody's been doing something. <laughs> I went with I went with my <laughs> we friend don't do today. Drugs. I went with my friend today to the drugstore to try to get her some sinus pills, right? Mm. And so when you buy Claritin D, you have to let's show your ID. Yeah. Why? Because it's they, a control. It's, there's something in there that they can, can make use meth. to make MDMA and meth and shit like that. So her her ID wouldn't work. They said she had exceeded her limits. So I'm like, well, I'll do mine. And then they said mine too. I'm like, I ain't even bought nothing. Are you running a meth lab? So I'm on an FBI watch list for a meth lab. I don't even That's know what's really in cool. meth. I ain't cool. I heard that I might have an FBI file. Why would you say that? <laughs> Right, that ain't nothing you really want to. Oh man! Well, I mean, you know, I mean, because no, you're a demonstrator, you know yeah. What I'm saying? Because you're a protester, that's uh, why. Yeah, that's that's what I found out. I, I might have that because I'm a, a demonstrator. No file. Well, that's what I heard. I don't know. I don't care. But anyways, poetic justice. Poetic justice. How do we? We're not staying on track today. Nope. But <laughs> poetic justice. We're about to end with this. As far as Nicole's time, we're gonna talk about poetic justice. Poetic Justice was Nicole's baby, her brainchild. What? You don't want to talk about it? No, go ahead. Nic- Poetic Justice is Nicole's brainchild. She's going to birth it. We're helping her. Benita Ew. and myself. And uh, basically what it is, is for survivors and families of survivors and loved ones of survivors. We're creating a speakers bureau. And we're going to start in January at Wayne County Safe. So if anybody is interested now... Here's the thing. We don't expect you to just jump in front of people and want to talk. We have kind of like what I call a boot camp. That's not what we call it, but that's what I like to call it. We've created to teach people how to speak and, you know, help them get their stories together and learn how to deal with the emotions that that bring and learn how to answer questions and all of these great things. And it's going to be a pretty amazing situation once we get everything together and get everybody trained up. Mm. And so we're starting in January. I don't, you know, I'm my whole hope is um, to blend um, survivor stories with po- you know, poetry, mm-hmm. um, art. So I want to have different vendors, like mm-hmm. you know, I want to also um, have um, musicians, mm-hmm. um, and and so I want it to be like just like a a way to express yourself, whatever that may be in, yeah. in the artistic form. So that could be. 
anything. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and one of the reasons is because, I mean, as we know, rape is the most unreported crime. And then these untested rape kits, I mean, people thought, okay, woo, yay, I'm donating to get them tested. But it's not kids, it's people's lives, you know, mm-hmm. it's survivors. You know, and a lot of times the justice system, as we know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Right now, mm. does not always work in favor for um, a lot of us who went through trauma. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to um, have a platform so people could actually express however they feel um, and whatever they think justice is. You know what I'm saying? Because justice doesn't always have to be like through the legal system. You know what I'm saying? Justice mm-hmm. is however, and healing is however you want it to be. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? That's through anything. It's not just sexual assault. I mean. You know, it's just what you want to do with it. Bad things happen in life. And I just want to give people a platform, you know, because when I had a platform, I realized, you know, I could help others. And um, that's, you know, been my life's goal, you know. So, and I, you know, I speak a little, you know, I have a little poetry. I ain't going to spend nothing today because I can barely hold fingers up, but, mm. you know. Well, you know, <laughs> thank you for that. And that's a brilliant idea. And, you know, thank you for all of the work you do. In the community and all of the people that you inspire and help and all of that stuff, you know, it's it's huge. It's a lot of work. Um, I'm glad that this is happening. I know that you and I, you've talked to me about this like a long time ago, and I'm like, you got to do it. You got to do it. So I'm happy to see that it's manifesting in the way that it is and the way that you want it to. And um, congratulations on that. And I'm excited to see the outcome of it and, and proud to be have my little part in it. And... um <laughs> You know, make it make it a reality. Well, no, thank you. I mean, you've you know, this whole year you've been on this roller coaster ride with me, and you know that when people say like they really want to make a difference, some people be BSing, but you've like seen my good days, my bad days. You know how hard it is trying to make a difference when I feel like nobody's listening. You know, and there's been times where I call you up like you know. And you would listen, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you would come to my speaking engagements, always be supportive, and so just thank you for just being there for me and and um, allowing me to um, trust in trusting you, and you were trusting me, you know. And I think that's how we started this podcast. Yeah, you know. So we in this thing. Yeah, we are out here trying to do our little part. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Joe. so thank you, Nicole. Thank you, Joe Black. You're welcome. For this podcast. It's called Nicole's World. We just in it. Party time. Excellent. <laughs> Nicole's World, and we just in it. So thank you all for listening, and stay tuned for the next podcast. You all have a great day. Remember to like. Share, subscribe, and always listen on Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Store, and Spotify. Stay up on the real culture of Detroit by tuning in to the Detroit is Different Podcast Network weekly. Music, art, business, comedy, and never-before-told stories from the people of Detroit.